That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. That's a valid question, though. Why was the album not on the list? The people want to know. Yeah. Rolling Stone. <laughs> What's good? What's going on? It's another episode of DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that happens in hip-hop music culture. It's brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A-Dub. It's Monday. Happy Monday to you. We got to talk about Roddy Rich, man. He was arrested over this past weekend in New York City. Also, the game has pushed back his album release date for Drillmatic. Rick Ross wants to buy a piece of the Miami Dolphins. And Pharrell is giving away thousands of free tickets to the Something in the Water Festival. So a couple things to get to. But before we get into all of that, please make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all streaming platforms, especially the one you're listening to us on right now. Thank you. You know we appreciate the support. Now let's go ahead and jump in. Okay, let's get started with Roddy Rich, man. It seems like everybody is getting locked up out here. He was arrested in New York City this past weekend. He was originally supposed to be performing at the Governor's Ball on Saturday, June 11th. But as he was making his way into the festival, there was some sort of security checkpoint. At this security checkpoint, they checked Roddy Rich's vehicle in which they found a loaded weapon. And Roddy and the people that were traveling inside of the car with him were subsequently arrested. Right. So according to TMZ, um, they were saying that Roddy and his whole team were stopped, like you said, at the security checkpoint, but they found um, a loaded firearm, nine rounds of ammunition and a large magazine. So obviously you can't have that in the festival at all or that much at all. So they got arrested. Well, Roddy Rich got arrested. So he couldn't make his performance at GovBall and they had to make an announcement on Twitter and GovBall was like, unfortunately, Roddy Rich is no longer performing today. And that's when we found out that he got arrested. Yes. And they were charged with four different counts of criminal possession of a weapon, possession of a large capacity ammo feeding device and unlawful possession of that device. So, yeah, a little sticky over there for Roddy. I don't know. I don't know if something was miscommunicated or they felt like since I'm the or Roddy felt like since I'm the artist they ain't really gonna check my car like that I don't know what he was thinking doing that going into the festival like that I see the reasoning behind it on some like hey I'm trying to protect myself but I feel like the festival probably would have relayed that you can't bring weapons in there but I also think like couldn't you just tell them like hey you can't bring this in here like why why we gotta why we gotta arrest people you feel me why we gotta why we gotta arrest them going to perform at this show you know, I feel like it could have been like, hey, look, y'all can't come in with that. If you want to just let Roddy come in by himself or with somebody else and somebody else go drive the car back and y'all figure it out that way. But dang, like, <laughs> yeah, to take him to jail. Yeah, kind of too extreme for me. <laughs> I, I I feel like if this was like random circumstances, like, oh, he was just out and about with this or trying to come into a, a venue where it didn't make sense for him to like have that. I don't know. I feel like security rappers and their security typically do have weapons like no but yeah either way Roddy is out now so you know this is an update that came late Sunday I believe they said he finally did make his way out um so he's out he's still gonna have to fight this case but he is not actually still behind bars right now so that's the latest on that well that's good that he's out 
because like we said before a bunch of rappers are getting arrested like every day we mentioned somebody getting into some legal trouble so at least Roddy Rich is not behind bars for 20 plus years over this he's in and out so Mm-hmm. All right, well, moving along to the game. He has pushed back the release date for his upcoming album, Drillmatic. Now, you know, recently Rolling Stone put out their list of the 200 best hip-hop albums, and the game's documentary was not on this list. He was very offended by that. He spoke out on it on social media, and I don't know why that compelled him to push back his own album for Drillmatic's release, but now... It's coming out in July instead of this month, which it was originally intended to come out. Right. So he went on Twitter and directly wrote to Rolling Stone and said, how is a documentary not on the list for 200 greatest rap albums of all time? He says, I carried an entire coast for 20 years on the back of my first album because I don't walk red carpets, play dress up, smile or fake laugh at brunches. I don't count. Hashtag dramatic July 1st saying that's the new date for dramatic. (laughs) That's a valid question, though. Why was the album not on the list? The people want to know, Rolling Stone. (laughs) Why wasn't that? Because that is a classic album. That's a classic West Coast album, for sure. For a fact, that was a very influential West Coast album. A very influential hip-hop album, period. But specifically, more so for the West Coast. And the game was holding it down for a long time when West Coast artists were scarce. Like, we have so many more West Coast artists now than we um, than we have had in the past, like, all bubbling at once. Of course, you've had West Coast artists popping throughout the course of hip-hop's existence. But I'm saying as far as this many, all at one time, it wasn't that way, say, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. I mean, the game had a valid point here. We we joke on the game a lot, but this was a valid point. But I'm just like, how does Rolling Stone not putting you on their list equate to you pushing back your album? Like, that part, that's the part I don't understand, the connection between the pushing back of the album and the Rolling Stone thing. Because I feel like Rolling Stone should not have an effect on what you're doing with your own album and maybe it's just not ready yet but I feel like the fact that he put it together all in one tweet or all in one rant is just like okay well I don't see what one has to do with the other but I feel like his criticism towards Rolling Stone is valid yeah I think so too and I saw a couple people when this came out that people didn't under well people didn't appreciate Rolling Stone even having like a top 200 greatest rap albums of all time because I guess they think Rolling Stone is just like rock and roll or something so they're like Rolling Stone shouldn't have a say in rap or hip hop, which was kind of interesting, but either or if that is true, if they are just from like a rock and roll background standpoint, then I'm not sure the correlation, but I feel like Rolling Stone has advanced by now that maybe they have some people picking these lists for rap and hip hop, but people were going in on Rolling Stone being like, they shouldn't even pay attention to their list for rap and hip hop because they don't know. I've seen a couple of those tweets, but it's interesting. I can't believe that he wasn't on top 200 either because 200 albums and the documentary is not on there. Like that was significant when it came out. If you're going to do a top 200 rap album list and put and rank Cardi B above <laughs> Illmatic, I don't know how much credit your list has in yeah. that category. We know uh, Rolling Stone is a reputable outlet in general but i'm just saying like when you're gonna do a hip-hop list a comprehensive list like a top 200 do your due diligence and and put albums that really are the most influential in the culture like i'm sorry uh i know the cardi b thing was a big big thing on the internet like okay cardi b's album was (laughs) up in the top 20 but you didn't put 
the game, the documentary. You didn't put mm-hmm. Illmatic in the top 20. Like, it, there were some questionable decisions made, and a lot of people were saying that it's potentially, like, outrage marketing, how people do a lot of that. Like, let me just make the most inflammatory list I can make, or let me do something that's going to get people talking and arguing and debating instead of doing what really would be the appropriate selection. So, like, just basically trying to rile people up. That's what people were saying Rolling Stone was doing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. hmm, I-, I could see that happening as well, just to to get the debates going on social media, to get people arguing about it, like, oh, this album shouldn't be in there, that album shouldn't be in there. And if that was their goal, they were successful in doing it, because that's exactly what everybody did. They're like, this list is trash, this list is bogus. So they got what they were trying to get out of it, if that was the goal. Yeah, it clearly worked, so... Mm-hmm. Maybe they did do that on purpose, but like I said, it is interesting. But for the game to push it back just because of this, that's interesting too, because I don't get that at all. It's a weird Monday right now. <laughs> I think the album just wasn't ready yet, and he was just like, all right, well, <laughs> this is the perfect excuse. <laughs> right. But yeah, moving along, let's talk about Rick Ross, because he is ownership, ownership, ownership-based. He is mm-hmm. all about new businesses, new franchises, new ventures, new money missions. Like, that is all Rick Ross is doing these days. And now his newest thing that he's trying to get to, into is sports. He wants to own a piece of the Miami Dolphins. You know, he's from Miami, so, I mean, sounds like it goes hand-in-hand to me. Yep, it sounds right to me, too. He took the social media and said, I would love to buy 5% of the Miami Dolphins, and the big asset I think I'm going to bring to the team is financial literacy for the youngsters. And he says, uh, should at Miami Dolphins sell me 5% stake in the organization? If so, what would the upside be for both sides or vice versa? Okay. I like this type of talk. This is big dog talk. This is boss talk right here. And I really believe that Rick Ross would purchase 5% of the Miami Dolphins if they allowed him to. If they put a price on it today and said, boom, we need this. I feel like Rick Ross could come up with it. Like, I feel like he really could. I mean, these NFL teams, I know they're worth billions of dollars, but you take 5% of a billion, I feel like Rick Ross can come up with that. I feel like he can. And if he can't do it by himself, he get two or three other people, two or three, get like a Jay-Z or somebody, Jay-Z, Diddy, boom, got that easy, easy. I feel like they should let him do it. Do I think they're going to let him do it? Mm, Probably not. Mm. They'll let you come to the stadium, let you post all your pictures, get uh, um, your box seats or whatever, your VIP treatment, all of that. They'll let you perform at the halftime show. I don't know if they're going to let you cut in on their profits, though. I don't know about that part. But do I think it would be dope? Absolutely. Do I think Rick Ross has the money or can come up with the money to do that? Absolutely. Yeah, he's got to make a quick uh, wing stop business real quick open up a new one get some revenue and to get that so I hope he could do it but yeah I wonder if they'll let him buy any stake of it but I think it makes sense for Rick Ross to get in there being from Miami being from Florida so Mm -hmm. and he goes so hard for Miami like that would be so dope to really say Mm -hmm. like okay yeah I own a piece of the Miami Dolphins that would be fire for Ross hopefully they do if they don't let him do five let, let him do one two something Something, Something. Just, a little, just a little piece, just a little piece. But, yeah, I, I hope it works out. Now, speaking of working out, though, things worked out very, very well for some seniors in Washington, D.C., because Pharrell Williams is giving all of them tickets to the Something in the Water Festival if they graduated this year. 
Big round of applause for that. That is major. To hook up a whole city worth of high school seniors with tickets to your festival for free, for the free free, that is crazy. So shouts to Pharrell on that. Yeah, when I saw this, I thought it meant older seniors. I didn't know it was high school seniors. So now that, <laughs> you now that I grandma read it, and grandpa was going to be at something at a water festival. <laughs> Hey, I thought he wanted to tap into a different audience. I said, okay. Wow. Dope. <laughs> but no, no, super fire. So um, he announced it on Friday, June 10th. He said that all public high school seniors would be gifted a free pass to the Something in the Water Festival, which is, of course, taking place this upcoming weekend, Juneteenth weekend in Washington, D.C. What's going on? It's P. Pharrell. Um, congrats to this year's D.C. high school graduates on all that you guys have accomplished. You truly inspired all of us through your resiliency and your ability to learn through a pandemic. Um, you deserve to be celebrated. And so we're gonna. Mm. Uh, so on behalf of the Something in the Water and XQ Institute, we would like to gift each of you one free pass to the festival. On Juneteenth weekend, we're gonna celebrate, celebrate with music, art, culture, and most importantly, you. Woo. So make sure to talk mm. to your school teachers. Uh, well, excuse me, make sure to talk to your school leaders. Make sure you talk to your teachers. And make sure you get your details so that you can get your pass. And last but not least, I'm gonna see you there. Blessings. Let's go, let's go. I love that, man. I love that. Reward education, reward success, reward excellence. Mm -hmm. I love tangible things like this that you can do. Like just these artists, they get so much from their fans and they get so much support from the community and the areas that they grew up in. I mean, obviously Pharrell is from Virginia, not D.C., but D.C. is right there, DMV area. And they've supported him so much throughout the years. So this is like just a little something that he could do to give back. And I appreciate the fact that he's doing that. And that's going to, like, mean the world to some of these kids. The lineup on this festival is crazy. You got everybody on there. Pharrell himself is going to be performing. You got 21 Savage performing, Roddy Rich. You got Pusha T, Lucky Day, J.I.D., Lil Baby, Lil Uzi, Moneybag Yo. Tiana Taylor is coming out of retirement for this. Like, you got so many people on this festival. And for those high school kids to be able to see all these artists in one place and, and experience a festival of this magnitude free of charge for them just for doing what they're supposed to do and graduating. I love that. Yeah, I love that too. That's definitely a good look. And um, I'm glad that he did this for them. So that's what's up. Yeah, another great note to end on. I love it when we end on these just amazing notes like this with these dope stories. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms. Subscribe to our YouTube channel as well, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Hop DX. All right, we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya. See ya.